0: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger recruiting podcast. I'm Billy Embody with me in our matching Tacovice hats, Shay Dixon. Shay, uh, welcome in to another pod. We've got a lot to get to as LSU does host Auburn this weekend. Big visitor list expected in Baton Rouge. And let's lead off with a guy that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. He's going to be in Baton Rouge. That is the number one overall prospect in the class of 2025, the number one quarterback. Bryce Underwood, a huge LSU target for Joe Sloan. And once again, he's getting down to Baton Rouge for uh, a visit and he'll get a chance to soak in Tiger Stadium at night. Yeah,
1: this is a big one. You had George McIntyre, uh, who we'll talk about in a second, um, in for the last home game. Now you get Bryce Underwood in for this one. Uh, Belleville is undefeated on the season. They do have a game Friday night. So, From talking to sources, he will fly in early Saturday morning, get to spend the whole day. It's a night game in Tiger Stadium, so that bodes well. Uh, And then he'll roll out on Sunday. So obviously, being a junior, you, you don't do official visits yet, Billy. But with a decision tentatively set for January 6th, this could or could not be the last time you get him to campus. We will see. But he has not been to a game yet. That was paramount for him. So this is a big one this weekend, and uh, Billy, you wrote about it, and LSU fans can understand it. LSU's got the SEC's number one passing offense, number one total offense. Jaden Daniels has accounted for the most yards of anyone in college football. Trust me, Bryce Underwood is very well aware of that right now. So uh, let's see if they don't put up some more points on Auburn with him in the house.
0: Yeah, he's taking visits to Colorado and Penn State already this year. Again, Bellevue Bellevue undefeated, looking for another state championship to add to his resume. Obviously, just a junior, so he'll have a shot uh, to do it again next year, Uh, you know, of course. But uh, this is kind of that perfect time. The playoffs haven't started for Bellevue next. Uh, We'll see kind of who else he visits across the rest of this year. Uh, Michigan is obviously right there in the thick of it for him as well. Um, But Joe Sloan's been swinging at the fences for. Bryce Underwood and George McIntyre. And, you know, to get him on campus again, it's a good sign. It's just kind of that continued uh, process that he's going through. We talked to uh, him uh, on 3Did before his junior season began, and he said the the one thing he's got to see now from LSU is a game. So he'll get to do that in what will be a ridiculous atmosphere on Saturday night uh, for this one.
1: Yeah, word is it that it's uh, inching closer to a sellout, Billy.
0: So, hey, I love to hear it. Back. that's what they need. Um, I know some of the guys on the Bengal Tiger board are circling the wagons for Bryce Underwood to show him uh, some love this weekend. And one guy LSU's already shown some love to is George McIntyre, the uh, number two quarterback in the class of 2025. He was on campus earlier this year and he just dropped his top 10, his top 10 made up of Alabama, Auburn FIU, uh, where his uncle is. Uh, is the head coach uh, that is um, uh, Matt, Mike McIntyre. Um, yep. He's the head coach there. Uh, Florida State, Georgia, of course, LSU, Michigan, Oregon, Tennessee, and UCLA. So he's getting closer to kind of cutting things down, and we'll see when a decision could come for him as well.
1: Yeah, when I talked to George, he said he still wanted to do something after his junior season, which. So a top 10 doesn't surprise me. I can narrow it down from there. I think you're looking at Bama, Tennessee, LSU as the teams that are really in the hunt here. That's who he gave his early visits to. He's talked about going to visit UCLA, Uh, but if I'm an LSU fan, those are the three teams I'm focusing on. And Billy, I'm still in the camp. Cut it up later. I could be wrong that this is the year Joe Sloan hits on one of these national guys. I think that between McIntyre and Underwood that with the offense playing as well as they are um, and the weapons they have and getting guys like Decorian Moore committed early. and You know, you're in the lead for a guy like Harlem Berry, the number one running back in the country. I just, I get the sense. I don't have that gut feeling that they're going to strike out here. I think they get one of them.
0: Yeah. And it, it couldn't come at a more important moment uh, just for the quarterback room with Jaden Daniels doing what he's doing this season. I mean, it shows that development, that, Joe Sloan kind of helped put together in year one. Jaden wasn't perfect by any means that first year, but to see him take that next step is another sign that Joe Sloan pushing the right buttons on the field with the Tigers in this offense along with Mike Denbrock. So if you're a quarterback right now, it's tough to beat getting an opportunity to play in this offense. They've got some studs, obviously, and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas who won't be here uh, when these quarterbacks get here. But you've seen what these guys – could do if they ended up uh, coming to LSU, but very different quarterbacks. But still, you're going after two of the top guys. You've got that missing piece now, which is that the offense is clicking at an incredible pace. Um, so very paramount that he comes away with with one of these two uh, prospects.
1: I will say too quickly before we move on here uh, that George came in town with, and he's George had made multiple visits. He was at the LSU Bama game last year, and Bama won an OT, or when LSU won in OT. He was at a game already this year to see LSU win um, but his dad was with him and now Underwood once again coming with his whole family down. So you want decision makers around these kids when they come in for visits, especially quarterbacks. Uh, so that's good that Joe Sloan was able to not only get them both to campus but get them down with family.
0: absolutely and and speaking of uh, you know big push, uh, LSU is you know trying to put together uh, this 2025 class that is really, really off to a really nice start. Uh, Some LSU supporters that are out there include Zach Payne, and he is a big supporter of the Bengal Tiger podcast as well as LSU. And he wants you guys to know that him and his team at Green State Wealth Management can help you through any of your financial planning needs, whether it's 401k, retirement, um, investments, all of those things. Zach Payne and Green State Wealth Management is there for you? We've had a bunch of people that have contacted Zach and and worked with him and tried to come up with a plan for their own financial needs. And whether you're looking to save for a big purchase or just retirement or put together you know a little bit of money uh, to have laying around, Zach Payne and his team can help you out. Uh, they work across the country, so he's based in Iowa City. Uh, he's Iowa City Tiger on the Bengal Tiger, and you could reach him at Zach Payne, Z A C H P A Y. N-E at greenstatewm.org. You can also call them 319 358 5632. So appreciate Zach and his support of the Bengal Tiger podcast as well as LSU Athletics, a big supporter there. And Che, uh, we talk about what LSU has done on the recruiting trail. They're closing in maybe on a flip, but. One guy that we are keeping an eye on for that is Bernard Cozzi out of New Orleans. He's been committed to Ole Miss now for a minute, uh, but LSU did offer him a scholarship as the senior season started to unfold. The one thing is he told Sam Spiegelman and on three earlier this year that he was going to be in town for the Auburn game. Well, John F. Kennedy right there in New Orleans does play a game Saturday night, so who knows uh, if he'll actually be able to swing that. Uh, I'd like to know if he can be at two places at once. But right now, uh, his maybe visit is, is potentially uh, put on a little bit of a hold. He'll have practice on Friday uh, for that game on Saturday. So this is another guy, though, that LSU has been pushing for. Uh, probably that next step in making this flip, flip happen is getting him back on campus.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Deion Sanders played in a football and baseball professional game the same day, I, I, but they were at different times like pulling off a, uh, a game in high school and a game in college that um, are around the same time will be tough. But hey, we'll see if uh, if he does do that. Boy, is the interest in LSU? Not very real. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, um, Billy's got his uh, profile pulled up. You'll see Sam Spiegelman. Uh, one of our national recruiting analysts, has already put in a flip pick. Uh, Sam has been in the New Orleans area for years. He's known B.B. Causey for a long time. He knows that group of Kennedy coaches and the trainers around them. Uh, Billy, you and I aren't far behind. Uh, we had him in our trend meter on uh, the ever-popular trend meter on the Bengal Tiger this past week. I think that flip picks are probably coming in the near future here. LSU wants more young high school corners, and – I don't bet against Louisiana guys, so I, I would love this addition if they got it.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, his length, uh, he ran a really good 40 time over the summer at the LSU camp as well. Um, all those things, uh, check the boxes, especially when you're looking at a corner class that has Andre Evans, that has Kai Bates, that has Jawan Johnson, Wallace Foster. One final piece to help this secondary secondary long-term would be really nice, and to get that in B.B. Kazi again, a guy that has the kind of tools that you want to see out of a corner uh, would be really nice. You get them in that strength program, you get them stronger. That would be the goal for LSU as they work uh, to flip them away from Ole Miss. Uh, Shay, last week, uh, speaking of guys we've known a long time, Xavier Atkins, I was down in the Houston area to get uh, eyes on him as a senior. He played a big matchup against, against North Shore. Both teams were undefeated. Uh, Xavier and his uh, Summer Creek team came up just short. Uh, Devin Sanchez, a five-star cornerback in the class of 2025, blocked a field goal, led to the go-ahead touchdown. Um, and from there, North Shore put it on ice. But Xavier Atkins, what I was able to see down there was, this is a prospect that you know plays with just kind of reckless abandon. I mean, he is really, really impressive when it comes to his motor. He's got the ability to trigger really quickly and, accelerate at a very high level he's still learning the position um, and he has taken some big step steps forward since I saw him at Jonesboro Hodge he transferred to Summer Creek for his senior year LSU is still holding off Texas A&M Colorado kind of a bunch of programs that are trying to still get in contact with him and and flip him Uh, Arkansas and Texas are also in that mix Um, but he shut things down he said to us earlier This year and wants to come back to Louisiana to play his college football. Um, I I left after seeing Xavier Atkins and saying this is a high upside guy with his athleticism that you get him in that linebacker room. He might not necessarily have to play a ton right away, but his athleticism checks the box in that regard. Um, This is a good, good linebacker in LSU's class. um, And I came away impressed with what I saw um, Friday or Thursday night
1: yeah, if you're watching again on YouTube, you're seeing the highlights of Billy shot. He is he explodes off the snap. He is sideline to sideline. He's not given up on any plays. I like their linebacker class. Love Devon Keys out of Alito. He's having a nice senior year. Um, obviously, Tylen Singleton has been the best linebacker in the state of Louisiana from the start of the cycle uh, in this recruiting class. Uh, and then they've got a guy um, in Kalash Cobbins, who is a bit of an edge, bit of a linebacker, um, has some position versatility, but we'll see where he ends up. And he's one of Destrohan's best players and always one of the best players on the field. Boy, Billy, after watching the start of his senior year, then hearing what you were saying when you went to his game, then watching the clips. I don't know if it's a bold take. Xavier Atkins might be the best linebacker they've got.
0: No, I I don't think that's too bold of a take. I'm going to see Tylen Singleton next week, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Very different prospect there, but uh, Devon Keys, polished. Uh, you know what you're going to get from him. He's won state championships. He's played both sides of the ball. Um, I think as far as upside goes, again, I want to see Tylen next week, but as far as upside goes, I mean, Xavier Atkins has what you're looking for, and I just think him going to Summer Creek, and he's – not shy about it. He's, and I love this about him. He always asks, well, what do you think? Have I gotten better? Where have I gotten better? What do I still need to do? Uh, he's a motivated prospect. I, I think coming over from Jonesboro Hodge, kind of a small town, he gets into the Houston area and goes to this Summer Creek program that has some nice talent on it. He has gotten his taste for the highest level of, of Texas high school football. And he knows that it's still a work in progress, but he knows as well that he's made some serious strides. And I think that's, Important to note when when talking about him, we're big Xavier Atkins fans and seeing him in person, seeing just how much he's developed. Uh, it was a really good sign for me getting to getting to watch him.
1: Yeah, we often talk, Billy, about senior seasons being the biggest indicator of future success in college. It's going to be your most recent sample size. It is showing what level you were playing at before you show up to a college campus. We highlighted Trade As green, making a hundred spot jump a week ago in the podcast uh, as now a top 50 overall prospect uh, because of a stock up senior season on defense. Xavier Atkins is one of those guys <clears throat> every week. He's playing better and better.
0: Yep. So we'll continue to track Xavier Atkins throughout his senior year. Um, I'm expecting summer Creek to make a push to go deep into the playoffs. Um, but look, Shay, uh, we got to talk about our friends at hello fresh. One of your favorite sponsors. Uh, I can say, Fairly say, I guess that I'm all in on Tacovis. We'll talk about them in a bit. I've got uh, the boots. I've got um, some of their some of their shirts. All those things. We've got the hats. But you are like HelloFresh royalty um, with what they bring to the table, literally uh, for you and your family. Uh, this is a a great great partnership. You can use our promo code fifty tigers. That's the number fifty tigers. Uh, or the code 50tigers for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months when you go to hellofresh.com slash 50tigers, and they can get you all hooked up with your meal plan.
1: Yeah, I told you guys I was over 150 total HelloFresh meals. Um, After talking with Emily, we're uh, closing in on 200. She was going to count maybe more than 200. So I'm a HelloFresh Hall of Famer. It is, as I told you guys, it's made me an excellent cook. Um, I did go through, uh, dig out a bunch of our old recipes. We keep a lot of the cards. Uh, I didn't want to do a full-on power rankings, but I will say crispy Parmesan chicken, if you see it on there, is one of my favorite meals. uh, They give you all of your options each week. You get to pick them, put it together. They'll send you three or four, whatever you choose uh, in terms of dinners. And it gets you through the week. It gets us through three of the five weeknights, uh, you know. And if you consider for Friday not a weeknight, then four. So three of the four weeknights, uh, we order Hello Fresh, we eat it, uh, and I love it. I'm telling you, I am a five star chef at this point. If you do not see me on the podcast anymore, that means that. Galatoire's in New Orleans or, you know, Mr. B somewhere has called me and said, "Shay, we need you. We've seen what you've done with HelloFresh. You have no experience in the kitchen beyond that, but that's enough for us. Uh, And again, my big thing, I'll go back to what I said uh, the last time we did our HelloFresh ad read, Billy. It's the not wasting stuff. If I go to the grocery store and even if I match what HelloFresh says, here's what you need for the recipe, I'm still going to buy too much. Then I end up wasting it. Then I end up throwing it away. HelloFresh gives you the exact amount you need each week. Throw a little extra spice on it if you're from Louisiana. Um, They're not accounting for that. This is a national brand. So uh, obviously down here in Louisiana, we throw a little more in there. uh, But I could not be a bigger fan. This is my number one uh, meal kit out there. Uh, Not just because it's on uh, our podcast read, but I've tried a number of them and to get to 200 and something HelloFreshes tells you that uh, I'm all in. So uh, really, guys, give it a try. I do not think you'll be disappointed, especially if it's you and your wife. Maybe you don't have kids yet. Maybe you have a kid and you know, you're fixing him or her a little something. Y'all need to eat. It's easy. It takes less than an hour every time. Um, I'm all Hello Fresh all the time.
0: Yeah, and they make it easy to whip up that home cooked meal. I mean, the quick and easy options on the site. Those are their 15-minute meals that they have. You can really do that. It's less time than it takes to Uber Eats anything or uh, get any sort of delivery. And everything's pre-portioned, like you mentioned. And so it makes it super easy. So that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50tigers and use code 50tigers for 50% off plus free shipping uh, for your order uh, which is just awesome. So uh, shout out to HelloFresh and what they're doing for the Bengal Tiger podcast listeners out there. Um, Shay, we we are closing in on another big visit happening this weekend and a guy we're very familiar with. We saw him on his official visit this summer to LSU. We thought maybe this is going to be one of their commitments in the class of 2024. Well, LSU turned up the heat on Colin Simmons and instead Four-star edge prospect, C.J. Jackson, committed to Georgia Tech. Now, back on the market, decommitting this week. LSU is among the schools involved with him, and lo and behold, he's expected to visit for the Auburn game this weekend.
1: There was a time, I'll give you the date, um, May 9th, so going into the summer, that LSU held the lead on the on-three RPM. Um, But the long and the long story made very short here for the podcast is this. You see him, he's ranked as an edge rusher. At on three, we are so high on him. Number seven edge rusher in the country, number 64 overall prospect. He's been in that range since he first got his ranking. And at six, three and a half, two twenty. 220, I mean, he is that build for that edge rusher role. You know that you've got Ovi Ogofu there now. You've got a guy like uh, Braden Swinson behind him. Those guys are transfers. They'll get up there in age. Ovi's in his final year, but Braden will be back. Jackson Howard plays some edge. We haven't gotten to see a lot of him. You got to rebuild that room. So CJ Jackson is big and Billy, we said it over the summer um, and we can debate it and argue it or whatever, but they were going all in for Colin Simmons. Well, Colin Simmons is committed to Texas now. So the fact that they kept in touch with CJ Jackson The fact that they knew about him decommitting before it happened, which I'd confirmed through multiple sources, is all good news. And then I'll tell you this. I'd um, talked to Chad Simmons, who did a big article about CJ Jackson, talked to CJ about what's ahead. He named some teams that he really wanted to focus on, but he said, hey, look, we're undefeated right now in district play. I really want to focus on my season. So if I do announce something, it's going to be, or either I know for a fact where I'm going, I'm announcing it and I'm getting it done or I want to take some visits and then announce it once my season's over. Tucker does not play this weekend. So CJ Jackson will be able to get in town on Friday and stay the whole weekend. That almost feels like an official visit, even though they already had one. And I do think it's noteworthy that coming off of a decommitment, Billy, he lists, hey, look, four or five teams I want to see. LSU and Colorado are the two he told us that had been in contact with him the most, despite his commitment to Georgia Tech but what I find notable is right after a decommitment, your first visit is LSU. That tells me the interest is still there. He feels good about things. His family already knows. His mother knows very well about the program because he was able to do an official visit. Um, two things I'll tell you, Billy, that I had heard from multiple sources, the chance at early playing time and development towards the NFL are very important. Now, Education is paramount. That's one thing. One reason his mom really liked his commitment to Georgia Tech. Now he's looking for a way to balance that all out. How can I get a good education? How can I also then be developed for the NFL and maybe get a crack at early playing time? If you'll remember, uh, Brian Kelly, aka Graduate Champions, uh, told CJ Jackson in a story that you wrote uh, over the summer that CJ said, I sat down with Brian Kelly at his house and he told me, look, after this year, we need edge rushers, and that means you're going to have a chance to compete to play early. So you've got a head coach that values getting a degree. His mother loves that. You've got a chance to play early, and there is no doubt that LSU develops guys for the NFL. I like I like where LSU sitting right there now. There's never been a pick made on his on-three uh, recruiting pre- prediction machine, the RPM. I want to see how this weekend goes, and then I may make one. So let's see.
0: Yeah. And John Jancic's done a really nice job recruiting him as well. They had a tight relationship kind of going into that official visit. You know, Jancic really took the time to piece together. How can he do and accomplish his aviation uh, major at LSU? It's not a major that LSU has, but he laid out the plan for what he'd need to do and what he can do to make that piece of it happen too. So LSU's taking taken the time here. They've done a really nice job with guys like Bobby Barham, uh, who's from Georgia recruiting him. So We'll see how this one goes. And look, he's not the only name that's still on the radar for LSU. We turn to Louisiana and LSU continuing their pursuit of Gabriel Relliford, the Texas A&M commit, a top 100 prospect for on three, moved up even higher. His senior tape's been unreal. Um, he's already made a visit to LSU this season. We'll see if he uh, makes it to Baton Rouge. I believe he was in College Station for the Alabama game. Um, so he's, I think he's made one or two visits out there to college station this season. Uh, but this is a guy that LSU is just not going to give up on. And, uh, rightfully so he's one of the best prospects in the country, but he's also in, in state. And they need defensive linemen, which makes him even more paramount
1: uh, for the younger crowd. This is where you insert that meme, uh, the grand theft auto. Uh, uh, oh, here we go again, uh, type meme. It's, are they in it for Relaford? Yes, you got him in for the first game. Well, then he immediately goes and visits Texas A&M, and he's tweeting about the Aggies, and he's saying he's locked in when he's talking to On3 going on the record. But if he pops back up again this weekend, Billy, I think that you cannot deny that his interest is not sincere from a kid who told me in July when he got the offer yeah, I wish it would have come earlier. I do respect A&M for jumping on me first. And, you know, and and I got committed because I like their staff and LSU offered after that. But he said, my mom told me, shake that off. LSU is the school that was your dream school. And he said, you're right. I need to give them the attention uh, that I want to, because this was a school he grew up really thinking, hey, if I could get an offer from there, I'd love to play there one day. When you become a recruit and you get all these offers, your mindset changes a bit as you talk to coaches and get a feel for how you fit with a program. There's no doubt. A&M is recruiting D linemen at a rapid rate right now. Um, this is one that LSU in my mind needs to win. And I'm with you. I think he's uh top. I think when all the deaths settles, he's a top three player in Louisiana. He's four right now. So that's not a bold prediction.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think his, his senior tapes back that up. His junior tape was awesome. So LSU continuing to try and just make things happen there with Gabe Relliford. And he's one that we're going to be probably tracking all the way until the ink is dry, either way. So we'll see if he pops down to Baton Rouge, but worth noting uh that he is going to uh or they're they're trying to uh, get him down uh this weekend for this game. Shay, it's worth noting that uh Tecovis is one of our key podcast sponsors and the Tecovis store in Baton Rouge can help you. Get a fresh pair of Tacovis for the rest of this football season. Fall's setting in. The temperature's starting to come down a little bit. So it's time to get that incredible pair of boots that you've been looking for or wanting to add to your repertoire. We've got the hats. Uh, all their you know goods that they have in store. They've got bags. They've got shirts. They've got belt buckles. They've got jeans. They've got everything you could want, and the best part is you can stop by the Takova store in Perkins Row in Baton Rouge, and one of their staff members will treat you to a beverage uh, if you'd like and help you shop for that great pair of Tecova's boots, which are made with that hand quality um, and that great leather material, um, and whatever style you're looking for, they can help you find that. So uh, they also have that ability to get your complimentary boot shines, and also custom leather stamping that will make your boots truly one of a kind. Uh, Shay, it's time we get you in a pair of boots now that falls here.
1: Yeah, so it's starting to get cooler weather. I have set up now uh, when I will be over at the Tecovis Perkins Rose store. I've made the mistake of telling Emily who will join me. That means I'm going to have to spend more money uh, because she's a diehard Tecovis fan. Uh, but with winter coming, or at least some some nice fall weather, remember, they've got jackets. They've got your flannel button ups. So they've got a little bit of it all. So um belts, uh, we will be over there. I will let you know what I come away with. I may be on the pod next week with just full-on Yellowstone, like flannel, cowboy hat, boots, jeans, uh, belt, um, you know, with custom belt with my name on it or something. I may go full Tacovas here, Billy. And hey. let's also give a shout out too, to the They have uh in Perkins are paired up with some LSU guys now that NIL is a thing. Weeks and Jay Bramplett, your punters, so uh, they're supporting the Tigers as well.
0: Cole Hauser, Rip uh, from Yellowstone, was at the national championship game in 2019, so uh, we might call you Rip Dixon uh, next podcast uh, once you get decked out uh, with Dakovis and uh, Shay. We we turn to. One of the top prospects in Louisiana that we have to mention who will also be in attendance. I guess maybe when I was planning this, we should have turned to the Texas guys that'll be in town to kind of build off that uh, cowboy mentality. But Harlem Berry, uh, the four star running back, is the number one running back in the class of 2025. And the number one player in Louisiana is expected in Baton Rouge at this stage for the LSU Auburn game. That mark his first visit to LSU this season. He's been tearing it up for St. Martins. This is a huge, huge priority for Frank Wilson, a guy they must land in the 2025 class. He just dropped his top five as well. LSU made the cut with Texas, Florida, um, and USC, and I believe Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, So that is the top five along with LSU in there uh, that Harlan Barry has. LSU has hosted him quite a few times uh, and Again, top priority, good to see him back in Baton Rouge.
1: Yeah, remember, LSU's only, play, they played four of the first six games We're at the midway point of the season on the road. Uh, and in one of the home games, he played on a Saturday. So we didn't get to see him pop over to Baton Rouge much, but um, he does have a game this week, uh, but it is on Thursday night. So again, much like CJ Jackson, that gives him a chance to get in for the weekend. He'll be in on Saturday. I'll also say this, um, he has a game this uh, Thursday uh, against Crescent City Christian, they're 0-6. Uh, they'll play West St. John out of Edgar, they'll play Cohen, and then they'll play Barnado. Then he's got uh, a whole senior year ahead of him. If you're in the New Orleans area, if you're in Metairie, certainly, and you're an LSU fan, take a Friday night, take the kids, go by yourself, grab a couple buddies, go out and watch Harlan Berry play. This is... I'm not going to say Fournette, but he's the best running back to come out of Louisiana since Fournette. And I am not betting against Frank Wilson. Uh, In fact, I consider guys like this, the Frank Wilson special. I very much expect Harlan Berry to be a Tiger when the dust settles. And that's massive because we're seeing right now, Billy, what they're doing with Logan Diggs going over 100 a game. He's number two in the SEC in rushing yards per game right at 100. I think he's got like 97, 98 yards a game. Getting guys like Harlem Berry, those are RB1s for you. Uh, We've made the comp before. It's Jamal Charles, just so electric. He can do so many things. Uh, Love him, and I think he's going to be one of – I don't know if you can have multiple cornerstones um, by definition, but he'll be a cornerstone piece to that class next year, most certainly in-state, that if you get him on board, I think a lot of guys follow.
0: Yeah, they, they've got uh, quite the battle on their hands. Um, I, I don't think he goes all the way out to USC. I think LSU uh, is the leader. I've got my on-three RPM pick in. Sam Spiegelman does as well. Um, Florida does have ties uh, with Jabbar Jaluk to him, but Texas is another one uh, that is making a big push with Teshard Choice, who's recruited at a pretty lo- high level at that position. So Frank Wilson He knows it. This is a top priority for him. He's done a really nice job recruiting him. We saw how close they are over the course of the summer when they had him on campus for camp. Uh, This would be a home run threat and a home run land for LSU in this class.
1: Uh, We will mention he did put out uh, in the past week since our last recruiting podcast, a top five. That was LSU, Texas, Southern Cal, Oklahoma and Florida, as Billy mentioned, some of those teams. Uh, You don't see an A&M in there. You don't see a Bama. You don't see a Georgia. I feel very good about LSU's chances
0: here. Speaking of feeling good, uh, LSU is getting back uh, one of their top commits in the class of 2024 to campus. Caden Durham, the four-star running back out of Duncanville, one of the top prospects in the country, just right on the outside of the top 100. He's uh, a part of this Duncanville team that is loaded. They've got Caden Durham, they've got Decorian Moore, uh, they have Keelan Russell. They've got Colin Simmons, obviously, KJ Ford, a top 2026 prospect. This team is loaded, but uh, they do play um, Thursday night, I believe, this week. Um, could be wrong. Um, and so they will be uh, swinging down uh, to uh, Baton Rouge uh, for this one um, to get another look at LSU. And in tow with him will be uh, Decorian Moore, the five-star wide receiver uh, who is, again, uh, one of LSU's top commitments uh, between 2024 and 2025 and uh, is playing at such a ridiculous level. When you look at DeCorean Moore and what he's done over 30 yards of reception, uh, he's a five star that has been to LSU already this year, along with Caden. But he's also visited Texas and I believe he made it in uh, for the uh, Red River rivalry there in Dallas to watch OU Texas. So getting him back on campus and getting him on campus as many times as possible, especially with the way this offense is rolling is big news for the Tigers.
1: Yeah. We talked about it with Bryce Underwood being very well aware of what Jaden Daniels is doing this year on the football field. Decor and more the same, uh, uh, these coaches Hankton and the offensive staff have drilled home to him every week. Hey, go look up stats right now. Malik neighbors, number 1 by, or number 2 uh, in the country in receiving yards behind Luther Burden they're kind of neck and neck uh, obviously we got to see Luther Burden play this past week uh, in that LSU Missouri game and then Brian Thomas oh your number 2 receiver oh he leads the nation in touchdown receptions so those guys are getting fed if you're a starting receiver if you're a top 2 receiver in this offense you are going to rack up yards Malik Neighbors is on pace for 1400 in the regular season Brian Thomas on pace for 18 touchdowns in the regular season. Those are monster numbers. Yes, I know that a lot of DeCorian Morris' family are Texas fans, and he's grown up kind of around that program. But he picked LSU for a reason. He said, "I love Odell Beckham. I love all the receivers that have come through there." You're seeing Jamar Chase score three touchdowns on Sunday this past weekend. You're seeing Jefferson take over the league early in his uh, college or early in his NFL career, and now we're seeing uh, that they're about to send off. Guys like Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas who are riding high as two of the nation's best. So I do think that LSU has got a little bit stronger grip on the chance to keep Decorian. Now it's two years out. He's a junior, but the chance to keep him than many people think, I think a lot of people just said, ah, okay, great. You got a five-star,
0: but it's a year and a half signing day. You're never keeping him. I'm not
1: so sure that's the case.
0: Yeah. His interest uh, obviously is genuine. He committed, uh, and has made it back to Baton Rouge multiple times. And uh, this is it's a big opportunity for LSU to um, you know, continue to impress him. Uh, Saturday night in Death Valley doesn't get much better if the offense can keep rolling. Uh, it's just another kind of feather in the cap, in a sense, for LSU and in, in their message and backing it up.
1: Remember this, too. We had Charles Power on our recruiting podcast a week ago. He said, a dream scenario for any school in the world – Any college in the world, let alone LSU's dream scenario, would be a trifecta on offense of Underwood, Harlem, Berry, and DeCorian Moore. All three of those guys will be on campus this weekend at the same time.
0: Huge. Maybe they can bond a little bit more and uh, strengthen those bonds, and And we'll see if –
1: And they were at the Bayou Splash. Uh, Yep. and and Underwood were. So, they've already got a little bit of a rapport.
0: No question. So, Get locked into the Bengal Tiger. Just a dollar for your first month to join. Makes a ton of sense. People are asking us left and right about visitors. We've got, uh, obviously, recruiting nuggets on that uh, and tidbits overall. uh, Sprinkled throughout the week to come as we get guys confirmed for what will be a huge weekend in Baton Rouge, LSU-Auburn, a star-studded recruiting list. Um, I'm glad that LSU's back in Baton Rouge. Those away games, uh, they eat into the fun that is tracking these visits. Now, LSU, uh, I believe, what, five of the last six games are all in tiger stadium so a lot of info to come on the bengal tiger so be sure to subscribe again a dollar for your first month for shea dixon i'm billy ambadi shutting down this edition of the bengal tiger recruiting podcast we'll catch you next week to recap it all thanks for listening have a great week step into the world of power loyalty